Hello everyone and welcome to the One Point Safety Show with Scouse Andy and Scott. This is a Washington Commanders and NFL podcast with a twist. We'll give you weekly updates on the trials and tribulations of the Commanders and have special guests along the way. Anyway, that's enough ramble for now. On with the pod. So hello everyone and welcome to the One Point Safety Show again with another episode with myself and my glorious co-host Scouse Andy. How are you mate? You okay? Yeah, I'm okay mate. Yeah, I'm doing all right. How are you man? Good. Yeah, I'm all right mate. Live on YouTube um, as we have done for the last couple of weeks. I think we've sorted it but unfortunately we can't seem to get our groovy new tune intro into YouTube. So if there's anyone out there on Twitter or X who watches the stream or wants to comment on the stream and knows how to do these things, please hook up uh, me or Scouse. Scouse is at Scouse20 on Twitter, um, or you can go to the show, which is a one point safety four, or you can find me on Twitter, which is at ScottyH84. If you give us a DM uh, and you can give us a hand, if you know how to do these things, please give us a shout because we're all technophobes. So Scouse, yeah, another uh, busy week in Commander's Land. Um, What's... What's going on at your end then, really? Anything anything that we, we think we're going to talk about? I mean, at the moment, it looks like the head coaching candidates are being drifted down. I mean, uh, we've had John Harbour go to the Chargers uh, yesterday, and it looks like um, there's... Jim, did I say John Harbour? Apologies. Mm-hmm. Jim, Jim Harbour. That's who I meant, the Michigan coach. He has gone to um, the LA Chargers. And also, um, it looks like... Who was it today? It was the... Was it the Bucks offensive coordinator has now gone to is he at the Panthers? I think. Or was That's it right, the yeah. Titan? It was at the Panthers, yeah. Was the, so was the Panthers. It was Can- the name Canales. Yeah, I think so. Um I will I will have a look at that as we are as we are yeah, on I here live. It's not his first name, but yeah. It's um so it's so it looks like the the, the ducks are falling in a row. It looks like everything's kind of Almost falling into place, really, isn't it, for us to go down the route of Ben Johnson or potentially Bobby Slowick? I know that the commanders are set to go out to Detroit. Um, is it tomorrow they're going across um, to see both Aaron Glenn and Ben Johnson for face-to-face interviews? Well, they're not allowed to until the 29th, are they? So, it's, so is that so? That's Monday, isn't it? So. It's Monday, it must be. So it's after they are the going over the weekend. Yes. <clears throat> Correct. Mm. Interesting. So uh, yeah, that shows that I'm women in business, man. That shows that we're going in the, the all guns blaze on Monday. We're the first people to interview him. We want him to come. We want him to come here, and um, hopefully we can we can don't let him leave the room without signing the contract. You know, you'd like to think so, wouldn't you? I mean, honestly, I think he is the nailed on candidate at the moment for this job. Um, I'm, I've been I'm listening to John Kimes' pod. I've been listening to the media noises around him. It looks like the the offense is going to hit here with him in charge. I've not heard anything about his leadership skills to say that it's bad or there's been no worries coming from it. Um, but yeah, it looks like he is the candidate that's there at the moment. I know they've um, looked at Raheem Morris as well, and also Eric Bieniemy had an interview uh, this week as well. Uh, what are your thoughts on the Eric Bieniemy interview, Scouse? I mean, they must be going through the motions there, to be honest, because the guy's not shown anything that, that he deserves to be a head coach. So he doesn't need to be here. So see you later. Yeah, I mean, honestly, his offense didn't work. It was clearly obvious. I mean, I get 
that you, you've got to put your coaches around you as well. You know, you've got to look around and say, well, maybe EB didn't have the chance to do that, but we know what his offense brought and it didn't bring a lot. It's, it's, um, so it's like, mm, okay, it looks like all the dominoes are kind of falling into place and we're going to end up with Ben Johnson. I mean, uh, I'm not sure if, if it's a hundred percent certainty. I mean, the other two candidates that are out there, we talked, I think, a little bit last on last time's pod about Bobby Slowick, but maybe that's a, a year too soon. I mean, you still seem to think it's a year too soon. Am I right in your thinking there, Scouts? Yeah, yeah I think um, I say Slowick, he just needs a bit more experience, a bit more seasoning, shall we call it. Um, to be fair, if if um, Slowick was genuine, one of our real candidates, we would have interviewed him already. And we haven't. So, yeah. because he's out the playoffs, so we could have been interviewed earlier, and we haven't done that. So has this had a, has he had a face to face interview yet, Slowick or not? No, not with us. He hasn't. No. So, mm. um, and we've not even attempted to try and get a face to face. So that shows that we're all in on Johnson, especially that we're actually coming to him, not the other way around. Yeah, yeah, you know, agreed. It, um, it's 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 pretty. Pretty big, really, that we're going over to him rather than waiting for him to finish playoffs, come out and then come out to us in Miami or wherever he, Josh's nice house is, you know? So, yeah, yeah man. He, I'm excited, he hasn't been, I am too. I'm very excited. He he hasn't first, been... These were the first two guys that we were thinking of at the start. Who were the best people available? Hmm. GM and for head coach. Peters was number one for GM. Ben Johnson was number one for head coach. Yeah. And it looks like, you know, all, all cross fingers here and such wood, but looks like we're going to get Ben Johnson as well. I mean, even um, Boomer Rosiason on his pod recently said, um, like this, I think it was like yesterday, I think, he mentioned that it's a lock. It's already a lock. Ben Johnson's coming to us as our head coach. So, and, he, and he's saying stuff like that, which is obviously nothing to do with, you know, he's nothing to do with us, you know what I mean? But even he's saying it's a lock, it's guaranteed, so... Yeah, I, I, that's that's what I'm hearing. I'm hoping the media are right in what they're saying. I mean, we had a question in um on, on the pod. We had a question in here from um. Let me have a look. Sorry about that. We, we had a question from uh yeah. So it was so it's from Craig Skinner. Um, Craig Skin N on uh, X or Twitter. He said here, if we do get Johnson as head coach, who becomes OC? What about Vic Fangio, who's just left Miami? As DC. Now, I know Vic Fangio's obviously said he's doing it for personal reasons. He wants to be closer to home in Pennsylvania. Obviously, well, he Washington signed, to he Pennsylvania. He about three hours ago. So, oh, has he really? Oh, yeah, okay. yeah, so he's, they, so he's, they, he's off the market, so he's going to ah, right. Um So, so, that's so dumb. like guys like Philly 500 are saying it's, it's virtual guaranteed. It's it's over, basically. So, and that was about three, four hours ago. Listen to it. So, so yeah, we man. appreciate we appreciate your question. Um, no, we, yeah, have, we, will, we it's Vic done. could have been a good one. Vic, Vic <laughs> yeah, could have been so a good too. one for us because um, it's nice if you're going to go with um, with Ben Johnson, who's obviously inexperienced in general um, as a leader of men. Someone like Vic Fangio, everyone's looked up to him for years. Mm -hmm. So I, so I don't. So that would be great. You know the 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 youth of the head coach and the OC well, slash OC and. The experience of the defensive guy, just like McVeigh, when he went to the Rams with Wade Phillips, yeah, he went to be exactly he brought in Wade Phillips for his defense, and obviously the guy's been around. He's been a head coach as well. He's got this guy's got ultimate experience, and, and McVeigh learned from him. So, 
Um, so I would definitely would have been happy with a, a Fangio defensive coordinator for sure. But shame that he's gone to our one of our great rivals. Yes, one thing I was going to ask you about there then is, from my own point of view, do you think though that Ben obviously comes in here, runs his own offense, works as the OC as well as head coach, or do you think it's like as a dual tandem? Now a lot of coaches do do that. I understand that, but watching Ron run the defense. Um, and be head coach obviously didn't work or do you think he brings in an OC and a DC as separate to him just being the head coach yeah I do I I, I genuinely believe you'll bring in his favourite O-line um, coach as OC yeah as OC because okay. he's, he's obviously them two are like this they've been like that for a while they yeah. both know they both know the, the system inside out. And it's a promotion for that guy. I think it's it's a Farhi or something like that. Farley. One, one sec. I've got it written down somewhere, mate. Um no, it's okay. But basically he's um He's the O lines coach at the minute. I heard it I heard John Kime talking about it as well on his pod saying Frank Haley, his name is Frank, Frank Haley. Haley. Right, cool. Yeah, so Frank Haley, he's he, so he's he's the O line um coach over at Detroit. And obviously him and Ben Johnson are like that. And I think that would be Again, promotion for him. And Haley's actually from the DMV area. So oh, right. okay. even better for him. So he'd be like closer back to home. Um promotion, you know, because he will be in the class as an OC, even though he's not full control, but at least he will have some more input. Yeah, and um, he'll run the he'll run Ben's playbook, basically, is what we're, exactly, what we're yeah. looking at. He, okay. He will, and obviously Ben will probably be the play caller. Mm-hmm. And then obviously um help. With kind of building the actual the scheme, you know, these guys learning, mm-hmm. installing the playbook. That's where Frank Haley comes in, and obviously himself as well, obviously. Um, so, I, I mean, I, I I wouldn't be mad at that at all, to be fair. Do you think he needs then? We just talked about it before about Fangio, but do you think he needs then a outstanding older DC who's a steady hand on the tiller, if you like, who can hold it, who runs your own complete defensive scheme, is able to take that on board, possibly someone who's a former head coach, and just say, right, you go with it. Because at the end of the day, there's people out there who've lost their jobs this year. Now, I'm not saying let's get a retread, who would make fantastic DCs. And they would, you know, they would come in, run their scheme and their experience. Like, let's just, I mean, Mike Vrabel hasn't gone anywhere. So I'm not, I'm not saying he will do. Would you, would you be accepting of someone like that? I mean, look at the... Can't see him going. Can't see him going down to DC though. As in, no, as a defensive coordinator. Well, you can't don't know. They've got to get a job. They've got to get a job somewhere in the game. That's the problem, isn't it? You know, I mean, I know you've got college and you've got other bits to to go yeah, with. Yeah, I mean, but... I've got two guys. I've got I've got two. I was doing some research earlier, and I've got two guys who are experienced guys mm-hmm. DC, and two younger guys that you probably might might not have heard of. Okay. So. So what I'll do is I'll go with the two guys. I mean, I think it's one of our questions actually from somebody else um, about who would you who would you hire, those type of things. So so for me, the experienced ones, Matt Patricia. I think he'd be really right. wow. He was at the Eagles and he and I know he, he was he came in like mid season to try and do the play calling. Yeah, that wasn't his defense. We all know it wasn't his defense. It was just like Ron Rivera with Jack JDR's defense. You can't do shit with that. You know what I mean? So so for me. Matt is a very good one for for defensive coordinator if you're looking for some experience. Um, and also Wink Martindale. I think he's the other yeah, guy. Yeah, Wink that, is, yeah, unbelievable. You should look yeah, into I... the one of those two. Um, very experienced guys. Wink's never been a true head coach, but 
He's no. got so much experience. He's been around the block. He knows the game. So uh, I'll be happy with either one of those four experienced um, DCs. If you want to go youngs, if you're young, sorry, um, Chris Harris. I, I like yeah, Chris wow. Harris. Yeah. Bring, bring Chris Harris back. Um, or um, the Georgia Bulldogs. He's a co-defensive coordinator. His name's Glenn Schumann. Mm-hmm. Um, he's only 33. Um, and he's uh, he, he looks he looks legit. So they would be quite nice for, for a defensive coordinator. But again, if you're gonna go Ben Johnson, you can't really go inexperience at DC. I don't I don't think I think you need some guy with experience in in that coaching like head coaching or um the primary the primary kind of um coordinator roles. Need yeah, least- I think I think this talk of Kevin Shepherd, um, who's at the Lions at the minute, is ultimately going to be the next step up from linebackers coach up to being a DC. Now they're saying he's basically a DC in waiting. Um and they're quite happy with him um coming in and being no, I'm not a, a huge fan of, of Detroit's defense really though. I'm not a huge fan of it to be fair. No. That's why Alan Glenn we we're going to be interviewing as well by the way when we're over in Detroit. Is it Alan Glenn? Yeah it is yeah yeah. Yeah. Um, I'm not really. I think we're going through the motions with him personally. I do. Um, so, but well, again, it'd be interesting. He, it'd be interesting. What, be interesting what happens and who he brings in to supplement this staff. I mean, the other ben question: the man. If Ben yeah, Johnson's the man, and it looks like he is, to be fair, he's, he's, this is like ninety-five percent done. I think personally, um, he just hasn't got to mess up his next interview, and he'd be fine. Um. Do you think you've there's any? You've got, to go, you've got to go experience DC. You have yeah. to. I think there's two questions on the back of that, then, Scouse, I've got for you is would you go um, at all with, do you think Mike McDonald is out of the picture completely? Because obviously, with the Ravens still being in the championship game, he's done everything. He's beat every team that's currently around. In know. the you know in there and his defense is, smokes his all defense these is unbelievable. It is unbelievable. So all of these, oh yeah, you Ben Johnson, you Bobby Slowick, you this, you that. He's beat them all, and yeah, we're like, exactly. mm, he okay. shut them all down. I mean, he, I think yeah, he gives it. Ben Johnson six points was it six points one match? You know, so it's um, you know, he knows um. So he knows do you go? Do you the, the the only issue I've got with that is if you end up going defensive. Would Eric be enemy keep his job because he's under contract for another year? And that is a possibility. It, I mean, but it all depends on. But again, Mike, but McDonald might come in and go. Well, no, I don't want EB. Mm-hmm. Goodbye. And and I'm sure that the um, the ownership would allow EB to be fired or traded or whatever the hell it is. Gardening leave for a year, whatever, whatever you want to call it. You know, he's out. He's out the building. Um. I mean, I, to be fair, I say I wouldn't be I wouldn't be unhappy with any with those two with with um, Johnson. Yeah, that's or the that's the two McDonald's. that's the two candidates. But the only the only reason I'm thinking about McDonald here is because he has that connection with Eugene Shen, and that is what I'm 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 looking at from Baltimore. He's got that you know he's got that connection with Eugene Shen, and I'm thinking to myself, you know, there's there's a lot going on here that we could be we could be dealing with, but. If it's a small chance, either or, I mean, these are the two top candidates, but it does look like Johnson is a lock. It, it, that is exactly where everything's trending towards. Yeah, um, funnily enough, we're one of only three openings left at the moment. I mean, the Titans of, of uh, who did they hire? Brian Callahan. Um, the, the, it, was, it was Callahan who used to be here. It's his son. 
Um, they've got oh, him really? in, yeah, they've got him in from the Browns or the Bengals, I think. Yeah, or the Browns. I can't remember which one it oh, is. Okay, so he's head coach there, Titans. He's head coach the Titans. Yeah, I didn't know that one. I thought, I thought so... that was Logan. Um, no, no, that that was that was, that was Seattle, Seattle and them. That's what I thought. No, it's Seattle, us, and Falcons. Atlanta Falcons are the only three left. And, and the Titans are gone. Okay, and the Titans are gone. Yeah, so it's it's. You know what I mean? At the end of the day, there's all these people who are on this coaching carousel and are on this on this trend to going, oh, well, this person's highly thought of and this person's highly thought of. How does it work? Because, I mean, I get it that you've got to release them if they're going to a higher, they're getting interviews for a higher job. Completely understand that that works in the NFL. But do you go back to a team with your tail in between your legs and go, oh, well, I'll carry on where I was last year? That's <laughs> got to be, that's got to be quite, you know what I mean? Uh, it's got to be a bit awkward, isn't it? Because then you think to yourself, you're probably going to do exactly the same in the next off-season and you might get a job. The likes of Bobby Slowick, I can understand that because he's had one year of experience as an offensive coordinator. But say you're someone like Dan Quinn or you're someone like Mike Vrabel or you're someone like Bill Belichick. What What, what is actually going on here? Are they just going to disappear out of the league or do they go back to their old jobs? I mean, Belichick can't, obviously, because um, Gerard Mayo is now at the... the um, the New England Patriots, so that's a done deal. But you go just disappear. I mean, why are you even interviewing Bill Belichick? Surely you go. What what do you need to know in an interview? What what? Hello, Bill. Can you tell me what you've got on your resume? I mean, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, dude, do me a favour. He's cheated. All, all right, right. you're saying he's cheated. Yeah, yeah. Like, I get that. I get that. I understand. The Lance that, Armstrong of the NFL. <laughs> come come on, man. He is the greatest coach of all time, apart from the biggest cheat of all time. Well, well, I know, I know, I know what you're saying. I know. What, um, I know what you're to be saying. fair, I mean, you know, I, I think he's got a second interview, hasn't he? At, um, oh, and Falcons, yeah, he has. Apart from Joe Gibbs, obviously, Joe Gibbs is the goat. You know, what I mean, let's let's not let's not let's not get it twisted. But mm-hmm. yeah, he's got a second interview at Atlanta, so that looks like the dominoes fall in there, and then that only leaves two openings and a lot of other you know areas to go. So does that end up being okay? You know, we end up with Ben Johnson. The final one is Mike McDonald. Would he even get a look? There's got to be people out there who who you could possibly pick up. And I think you're right. I think an experienced DC is exactly where we need to go with an inexperienced OC. So it'll be, yeah, uh, yeah. it'll be, yeah, or, or sorry, head coach. My apologies. You knew what I meant. Yeah. So we're just rambling here anyway. We're rambling. <laughs> always. Um, always. Yeah. So, I mean, there's not yeah, a lot I mean, else. I mean, some of these guys you mentioned, I think answer your question before was, um, mm-hmm. About um, well, people like where, where does Vrabel go or these guys? Yeah. You no, know, they'll end up being in the backroom staff of some on some teams. They will. I mean, okay, don't be a head coach or might not even be a, def- a, de- a defensive coordinator. But what they'll be, they'll be some sort of you know um, coordinator, like passing game coordinator, or just make up some bloody stupid terms just to get these guys in, so you can still utilize their experience and, and scheming of things. So. Um, these the, the bigger names like there you mentioned they're able and stuff he won't be out of a job for long you, you'll have you, you won't you might not be the, the big big honcho but you'll get another job that easy yeah I mean look at Ron Rivera's got to be pissed off this week that Fangio decided I want to go home because he was going for an interview with the Eagles I mean what did you think of that mm. or was that again just going through the motions because you get in who you get in well the thing is as well as that. Unfortunately, Ron's counted as the Rooney rule. Of course you he know. is. Yeah, because Puerto Rican, isn't he? Yeah, Puerto Rican mm-hmm. descent. So, yes, yes, of course he is. Yeah. So he's not technically. He's um. They they probably just ticked the box on that one. 
But I don't think they're really interested in having him. Nah, that's 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 terrible. I mean, if you it's look at as well, that's the problem with it, the Mooney rule alone. It's it's shocking, isn't it? You've it's got to go with good. who who's the best candidate for the job, irrespective of what your colour of your skin is. But yeah, and that's I, the I, I don't get that. I, I don't I mean, understand lot, that either. In the NFL, there's a lot of nepotism, as we know. You know, oh, of course there is. You made and this and that. You're and oh, you just come on, you dude. Just put it down, you just put it down as oh, it's people I trust. No, no, they're mm. your mates. Simple as that. Um, whereas the Rooney rule was obviously coming in to say, well, no, because everyone was being white. You know what I mean? Yeah. Those were being white. So because they were friends of friends or friends of owners or whatever the hell it is. Um, okay, it's all well and good making this Rooney rule. But on the flip side, then it wastes people's time. It wastes mm -hmm. the time that they can never get back in their lives. Yeah. You know, Bon Rivera for the defensive coordinator job. You know, Eric Bieniemy, fifteen interviews that he's had now for different head coaching jobs, and not got one. So you know, it's all, it's all well and good having this kind of thing where you're mandated. You must have at least three or four or whatever the hell it is number wise of uh, minorities. Um, but you've got to be good enough as well. You've got you to be good. To, yeah, you've got to nail it at an interview. I know that ownership might have their own idea about a certain person, or they might want this guy. Like for example, say for example. Our, our guy, um, Ben Johnson, Peters. Peters. Oh, Peters, yeah, no, yeah. Peters at GM. Peters yeah. is number one guy, and the other guy was Ian Cunningham, who was a, a he's a black man, isn't he? So, yeah, he's a minority candidate, yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. So, so the thing is, now again, he was close enough, he was that close to getting the job. That shows how, how well he impressed at interview. That was just unfortunate that the audio that preconceived idea of Peters being the man anyway, so yeah, but there's no. Well, did. There's, there's there's no Rooney rule it. for general. There's no Rooney rule for general managers. I don't believe. No, 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 I think no, he's no. Just for. Well, what I'm saying is that he actually did the opposite. He actually, of course, earned it because of what he's been doing, and he and he just missed out on it. Do you know what I mean? Whereas if you for if you're forced to do those things, you're already on a disadvantage. Because if if the owner really loved, I don't know. Um, Todd Bowles, for example, you know, yeah, yeah. Uh, you know, if, if the owner loved him, he'd be on your interview list anyway. Of course, he would see what I mean. Like, it, it doesn't matter about like if you if he if he loved the guy because of his skill set or whatever, 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 then they would get an interview anyway. And then it's down to them then to, to nail the interviews and then persuade these guys to hire him instead of somebody else and go from there. See what I mean? So that's what it should be about. It shouldn't be like you've mandated and forced. Yeah, I mean, look at look at the waste of people's time, man, and, and I feel bad for the people who don't get the job because of it, because you yeah. waste their time, their their, prep, their preparation, because they're going to prepare to to have an interview with us, for example, mm. and then they're going to wait, they're going to graph like hell, they're going to try and impress you, and you've already got the idea of well, I didn't really want to interview you, but I had to because you know the Rooney rule. So I hate that. I, I, that's why I think it's a shit. I think it's a shit rule. I really do. <clears throat> It's the same as any walk of life, though, really. If you go into it, right, this is what I'd never understand with people. But I go into a job interview and there's a woman, there's a black ethnic minority candidate, there's whatever candidate is out there. If they're more qualified, they're better experienced, their skill set beats mine out, fair play, get the job. You just got to yeah. suck it up and go, well, I wasn't good enough this time, but I'll improve for next time. You shouldn't have to be mandated to go through things. But I understand why they brought it in and the premise behind it because there wasn't enough opportunities for 
black ethnic minority candidates to get jobs in the NFL. I completely understand that. And at the time, it worked and it worked for a reason, which is great. But when you look at around of most of the staffs, I mean, while we've been on this pod, I googled the Detroit Lions staff. There's five black and ethnic minority candidates. I've googled the Minnesota Vikings staff. There's four black and ethnic minority candidates. We are one of the one of the we had one of the least franchises with any black ethnic minority women any of that in our backroom staff in any of our vice presidency roles in any of our off the books we were one of for a long time now for the last three or four years we've got a black president we have you know lots and lots of women in roles we have black and ethnic minority candidates we've got a, a woman running backs coach i mean we are being quite progressive as an as a franchise and as an and as an organization. But I don't think that opportunity is is as bad as it was twenty-five years ago when or twenty years or however long it is since the Rooney rules become a thing. Cause now, like I said, just Googling two staff there, there's ten people. And you think, well, okay, there's surely an opportunity for people out there. Look at Flores. He's suing the NFL, but he's bounced around so many bloody DC spots and head coaching spots that he's he's doing well. He's, he's great at Minnesota. That's a DC I'd like to hire. Do you know what I mean? I think he's great. But yeah, when he was, um, but, but the thing is, though, you have to put, you wouldn't, you, you to, never get you these guys get, moving nah. sideways. You, nope. you've, got, you've got to give him a head coaching role, but you know, yeah. and, and Flores is not going to get that because of the grief that he's causing the NFL at the moment. Mm-hmm. Now, you might go, well, that, that, that shouldn't be right. It shouldn't really be a factor. But you know it is. Deep down, you know it is. Even if you can't really prove it, everyone knows it is. Like, you know, he got blackballed. He did. You know, he, did. he got he got fired from being 8-8. Eight and eight. I don't, I think that was harsh. Especially when he won like seven or eight in a row, something like that it was, uh, when he was at Dolphins as head coach. Mm. And I mean... Yeah, I, I felt bad for Flores. I really did. I, mean, I think he's a I great did. defensive guy. Um, you know that, that's harsh, but but most of the guys haven't really proved it. They proved that they're good enough. Do you know what I mean? Like D'Amico Ryan's this year, brilliant. Yeah, great, fantastic coach. No, Absolutely no, no, fantastic. No, no, nobody's saying about him. Oh, he's not good enough. He doesn't deserve to be head coach. No, they're saying no. This this guy's a good up and coming stud, and he proved the first season along along with um, you know CJ Stroud and uh, Slowick. No, hmm. and that's just those those three together made a huge, huge difference together. Okay, um, so I mean, following on from what we talked to, following on from what we talked about before about Johnson, obviously, if he is the new head coach, I mean, this is Craig Skinner again. He's 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 talked about. It. He said, "Does the new head coach help determine who we pick at two? Does Johnson's scheme suit Daniels or May?" Now, looking at this, the talk at the moment is that obviously it looks likely that the Chicago Bears are going to go with Caleb Williams. Now, I don't know if that's the way they're going to go with their hand. We've had this talk for a while. Would I take Justin Fields? Yeah, no problem at all for a third. You know what I mean? Uh, Absolutely no problem. Would I give up the second round choice? Maybe I'd trade back with New England, something like that, get some more picks, get the offensive line sorted, a little bit lesser of a rebuild, but you're going to have to pay Justin Fields. So I can see it from both sides of the fence. For me, John, you know Johnson's scheme suits uh, suits Drake May better than Jaden Daniels. It doesn't suit a. We're not saying that you're a pocket passer and you're a statuesque quarterback. I mean, Jared Goff can run a little bit, 
but it's predicated on the running game. It's predicated on having good backs running the scheme. It's predicated on having a good offensive line. He's an offensive line first guy, which is interesting. Um, Everything he said has runs through the offensive line. So if we do end up with Johnson's scheme, that is going to be where we're starting at the the front. We're going to have to try and get the offensive line to work. I mean, he has made Jared Goff a top 15 quarterback. No doubt about it. This guy looked like when he came out of you know, having a Super Bowl, going to a Super Bowl with LA, dumped on the scrap heap. He looked like a bit of a bust. And then the last two years, he's been brilliant for Detroit. Look at the two backs. We talked about it last week. Gibbs, you've got Montgomery, both over a 1,000 yards. You've got Armour St. Brown, 1,500 yards. You've got Sam Laporta coming on. Every bit of this offense says it's great. You know what I mean? So... What are your thoughts on that? Are you a, are you still on the Drake May train or are you on a Caleb Williams train? Are you on the Jaden Daniels train? What's your thoughts? I mean, to be fair, if you're gonna if you want me to rate my quarterbacks and what I think, mm-hmm. go on. Uh, I think it's Williams one. I think he's the, he's the best quarterback in the in the thing. I do. He's a diva that does put me off a little bit. I'm not gonna lie. I thought we've we've already had our genie and we're still dealing with him now, even in the media. That's how much how much of an ego he is. So he kind of that puts me off a little bit, but skill set wise, he's probably the best overall quarterback. Um for me then, I don't like Daniels and I don't I don't like May either, to be honest. I don't like any of them. I, th- I think you know, would I be happy to pick them at two? I would it wouldn't for me, it wouldn't massively move the needle. It really wow. wouldn't. And you're thinking, oh, you know, Daniels is this and that, and that. no. Daniels, I mean, people say to me, oh, you know, he does his reads. No, he doesn't. He's a one-read guy and gone. He leaves the pocket that fast. That's what he is. He's a one-read guy and then go, and then he runs. If, he, if that's not there, he's he's, he's running. He's, he's, he's taking the ball down. He's going. I don't care what everyone says. Do you, you say, oh, you know, you know he, he goes through three reads. No, no, he doesn't. He really doesn't. Um, That puts me off. That was an RG3 problem as well, by the way. So that put that puts me off there. Um, Drake May. Drake May, he's got the size. You got, you know, he's he's got a decent arm, but you've got to give him the protection. Yeah, could he do Johnson's scheme? Yes, I think he could. And don't forget, don't forget, Johnson's that great that he, he makes his players better. So it doesn't matter what skills they've got. He'll make his, he'll tweak his scheme to fit. So I'm, I'm not worried about Johnson's scheme per se. But when you look at the attributes of 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 these quarterbacks, May's not very good with the deep ball. He reminds me of Sam Howell, the six foot four. That's the only difference. He really does. Now he's he's got a decent arm, not unreal, but a decent arm, not massively accurate with the deep ball. The only difference is on the run, May's not very good throwing it. It's not accurate. His accuracy goes down when he's on the run. So if he leaves the pocket, like for example, Sam's been doing a lot, where he's re- he's, he's he's actually better at May than in that, in that in that area. But but in general, he, he he doesn't move the needle for me as saying this guy's the real deal. He's this and that. Now, I mean for me, the best passer in the in in the, the best passer in this draft is Michael is Phoenix. Yeah, yeah, he's unbelievable. He is <clears throat> very very good. By far, by far, the difference is though is that he really would suit Miami. Why? Because they've already got a left-handed, and their system shoots left-handed quarterback. So. Um, you know, they've got the right tackle sorted over there because that's obviously the, mm-hmm. the that's a blind side protector. Yeah. So, so he would he would work really well there, to be honest, at Miami. But um and then I'm thinking, well, 
you've you got after that? JJ McCarthy, Bonix, you know. But I like to be fair, I like Bonix better than than May at this moment. I really do. I do. I, I like him wow. better. Um, wow. he, he's, not, he's not. He's not a flash, but he, he'll be a move the chains. Okay, so then let's 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 look ahead. Let's fast forward. What are you doing it to? Or what is your what is your strategy going depends, into the depends draft? If Williams is gone. <laughs> if Williams is if Williams goes with uh, with with Chicago, and you now know we are taking Caleb Williams, it, he he is gone. They've shopped. They, they, they've they've rang up and they've said Justin Fields is on the trade block. We're letting every GM know around the league. Tell us what tell us what's going on. Are you looking at someone like Justin Fields? Are you saying no? I'm going to take a quarterback at two because for me, this is the biggest problem we've had in my in 25 years. My entire fandom, we've never had a settled quarterback. We've we had one. We had the franchise quarterback in Kirk Cousins and chased him out the door. But that's a different story. That is a totally different story. I mean, Kurt's available, <laughs> but he is. But you well, know, how much money he costs? Uh, he'll, he'll be 36 next time he plays. So yeah, I know, and he's just coming off a, a, an ACL, isn't he? As well. Um, oh, okay. so was Achilles. it Achilles? Sorry. So I mean, I mean, you know, it'd be, it'd be expensive. That's the problem with Kirk Cousins. Thirty mil, thirty never, mil plus. Yeah. Cheap. He's never been cheap, has he? Let's face it. I mean, we just, we, we, we've been here before, and the thing that fans think, and that I know I'm a fan, and we all want it to happen, is fans think, this is it. We're never going to pick this high again. We're never going to be picking it too. What was did it? it four years ago, mate. That's what I'm saying. Four years ago, we picked Chase Young. I mean, <laughs> you could hindsight 2020, you can always go back and look and go, oh, should have took two, or should have took Herbert. But mm. we didn't know. The consensus pick was always Chase Young. So I don't believe in any of that shit. That, oh, you it, know. It, it was, because the, you it, thought this guy was going to be... Yeah, of course you did. It was Joey the, Bolter. It, it, Do you know what I mean? That's what you're exactly thinking. right. It was the pick that everybody well, talked record? about. No, he's done nothing. He's been awful. I mean, I had bad injuries. He, he, he probably wouldn't even get picked up at the end of the season. I don't think Niners are going to sign him. And no, I don't think, think the Niners are going to sign him. Nobody else will hire him unless it's the vet men. I don't think. I think he'll. Ba- I think he'll bounce around teams. Not for not for big money, you know, because he's crap. No, you know I mean? it'll be it'll be um, for an a- average contract. I think. So it for be me, that, what but... I'm doing to answer your question originally. Go, on, mate. Yeah. What would I do at two if Caleb Williams is gone? Mm-hmm. I'd be. I would be trading down. I'd be trading you... down to say. Four, five. Okay. Get get some serious haulage because you'll get a lot. You'll get a lot to drop down that many, and and then get go and get me my left tackle. Go and get me my Joe Alt. Go and get me. He'll be there at five. Bring it in. Bring it in. Get, so who get are you? Someone, get me some offense. You mentioned before Ben Johnson's an offensive um, yeah, yeah. line guy first. This there is, you go. You might, you might see. You might see it happen like that. So, then you've got a set. Then you then you probably also picked up a second. Or you've I'm picked up a next, yeah, or, or a next season, well, a next season's first, which you can ter- certainly trade to trade back in and get another tackle if you want another one. You want one. to go like that, or you want to, and come then you get, or you want to come up towards the middle or, or the end of the first round and go for yeah. like Bowers, and then you've got the Bowers, and then you've got your offensive tackle. You've got a tight end, you've got a tackle. You can That's always pick up. A, yeah, yeah, I know what you mean. You can always pick up a. a uh, I mean, there's there's a lot out there. There's a lot of decent tackle. There's a guy from Yale. Can't remember his name for the life of me now. Um, there's a few Kingsley, or Sulamatra, I think he's called. He's looking pretty awesome. There's lots and lots of right tackles in this draft. There's about five or six left tackles, but the left tackles are going to be top-end picks. Yeah, yeah, Amari, yeah. Amarius Mims, 
great player, can play left or right. Imagine if you go right, you've drafted back, you've got Joe Walt and Amarius Mims, and you've, ooh, and then you've do also you got for the next five years minimum. Yeah, then you've also got the seconds and thirds. So do you? So do you then build round Sam Howe and say, hey, you know what? No, we're gonna, no. we're gonna. I mean, he could taking a QB. I mean, don't get me wrong. I'm not. I mean, I wouldn't be. I wouldn't be against that. Are you it, taking Penix? But I'm ta- no. I'm taking Bonix. That's who I'm taking. Oh, okay. Okay. In the I'm second round. In the second. That's who I'm wow. taking him. Yeah, I'm taking him. That's what I'm going to do. And then are you doing a full competition between Sam and Bonix and saying battle yep. it out? Battle it out. Who's bet the best? The best man win. There you go. Wow. Scousey sizzle. He's <laughs> he's here. Uh, honest, honestly, mate, I think it's a lock and nailed on that we're going to get Drake May. The only reason I think that is because you need this fifth year for a QB. If you're going to have yeah, to pay I, get it. A QB, I mean, well, we, might do, we might do what Baltimore did with um, Lamar. Just come into 32nd. True. So right, yeah. right at the end of the first and get a Bo Nix or get a Phoenix because they might still be available then. They probably will be. They probably yeah. will be. I mean, Phoenix's stock went down because of that bad game in the final. Yeah, of course um, he did. Plus, plus he's got no knees. He, 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 he didn't have anyone helping him out. So he, he's got no knees as well. So that's not helpful. But you know, <laughs> yeah, um... yeah, that's the risk. That's the risk. <laughs> and your whole system's got to change because he's a left-hander. So um, no, you've got to be your right tackle. You've got to be more concerned about more than your left. So it, that that would change your whole strategy. On would you get a Joe Alt or would you go for a top right tackle like Fawaga or something like that? Mm. Um, so so again it. It, see, it's all ifs, isn't it? It's all ifs and buts. That's the problem. It's all ifs it? and buts. And this is the problem is we're um, so far out. We're only in, we haven't even had the Super Bowl yet. We haven't even had the, the you know, only in the championship yeah. games yet. And we're talking about, is it going to be this? Is it going to be that? It's ridiculous. Simon Thurston, Simon P. Thurston on uh, X, he said, what if the incoming head coach and or OC wants to roll with 14 next season? I'm honestly not against it. I'm not like 100% against Sam Howell. No, you, you, I, I, you I was disappointed. You listened to me, you listened to me last yeah, season, halfway yeah. through the season. I was like, mate, I'm yeah. all in. I mean, he's got, I was he's, too. got he's got the skill set. He's got the he's yeah. got a skill set. But the thing is, he's a little short. That's, that's the biggest problem. He struggles to see over his defensive line, which I understand these guys are man mountains and he's like six foot at best. Um, and then you've also, the, uh, now he's really His confidence, helped him. His confidence yeah, yeah. is gone. Now, if Ben Johnson can come in and go, well, you know what? He might be the ultra ego guy, might he? Oh, yeah, you know what? I'll fix Sam Al. I'll get his confidence back. I'll scheme it the way it'd be perfect for him, blah, 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 blah. So they might, they might even go quarterback in the first. They might get one maybe later on, you know, second, third, just to see, you no, know, to actually have another quarterback because Brissett's not going to be here. So we definitely no. need another quarterback minimum somewhere in the draft or free agency, but I can't see us paying out big money, so... It's going to be, I personally, I think it's going to be a, a guy from the draft. We are wow. definitely going to get a quarterback. It just depends where. I mean, I think you, that I think that's the problem you've got is you. Everyone wants success and everyone wants to wants to to do. You know, they want the instant success. They want the rebuild to not be a rebuild. I mean, the, we look at the likes of Houston. We look at the and what D'Amico Ryan's has done. We talked we, about we, it before. We talk about Houston though. They've been doing things under the radar. Correct. No, I know. Laramie Tunsil. Two years, three years to get to this. Yeah. You know, Laramie Tunsil. You I've said this on 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 the Bleeding Burgundy pod as well, you know, and, and, and you were on it as well when, when we were talking about this. The likes of the Jaguars, the likes of you know, the likes of Houston, the likes of um who else is there that, that have built up teams with rookie quarterbacks 
They've, they've done it the way that Ron was supposed to do it. They've built around, dropped the QB in and gone, there we go, we're ready to go. You know, Houston, exactly. how many, how many, what was the, how many they first rounders did, how many first rounders did Houston give up for Laramie Tunsil? Was it two? It was three. I think it was three, three. overall. And then, you, and then, look, and then because they were so bad, they obviously ended up getting two, they had two in the, in the first, was it the first three picks? So second yeah. and third was it they had? No, they took, they, they traded back into th- to three. Yeah, that's get, right. Yeah, um, so to, to, get, to, to get, get Will that. Anderson, to get, to get Will Anderson. Anderson. Yeah. yeah, so they got CJ and then they got him, and you know it, it's made a huge difference. They they were the two guys they really really wanted. Thinking Detroit, Detroit, Detroit was the other one I was thinking about. Obviously, look at what they've done. I mean, Penny Saul, unbelievable left tackle. Then you're going out and you're going right. Well, tackle we've kind of got sorted now. Okay, we've 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 drafted Glasgow at center or, or sorry at guard. Great player. Okay, happy with that. Right, who else have we got? Oh, I know. We need the best defensive end possible in the draft. So we go out and get Aiden Hutchinson. They were high, high picks. They weren't picking 16. One pick, Hutchinson, wasn't he? Yeah, exactly. They weren't picking 16. You know what I mean? Look at the Jags. Trevor yeah, these Lawrence. Guys were bad. These guys Bang. were bad for a long time, these teams. Correct. They had and high I think, draft picks all the time. And I think sometimes Washington fans need to understand, and this is a real problem, is... I'm trying to plead patience, but I don't want to be patient myself. I don't want to be sitting here losing every week. It's shit. Everyone hates (laughs) losing. You know, all we've known is losing. I'm sick of doing therapy Thursdays with your scouts going, oh, you know what? Well, it was okay. This was, let's have a, let's look at the positives. I hate it, but you you can't build a winner immediately overnight. And the good thing is Adam Peters knows this. San Francisco were horrible for the first couple of years. And then they got Colin Kaepernick and yeah. they got to, and they got to the he championship got the game. Same exact system, same problem he had when he first moved to 49ers. Correct. They were Absolutely. a three and sixteen team. It was, three, it was a three and thirteen team then. Three uh three, yeah, three was and thirteen. It was a three and thirteen game season yeah. then, wasn't it? So yeah. they were three and thirteen or four and bloody twelve. Four and twelve, yeah. Same, virtually call it the same as us. You know, it, team in turmoil, he were. Yeah. And, you know, so, so Peters knows exactly what he needs to do. He knows exactly how to do it. You just got to let the guy cook. Do you know what I mean? Let him do his let him do his thing. Don't get in his way. Help him as best we can as ownership and as fans as well. Don't be grieving him if we get this no-name guy that we're thinking, who the hell is this guy from a free agency, you know, or whatever, whatever. Just give just just give him give him a long leash. Let's see what he can do because he's done it. He's proven that he's done it in a, in a problem that we that in a situation that we're in right now. He's proven that he can do it, and he's and now look at the 49ers. They're a contender every year. So yeah, you're right. Give him, the pay, give him the time. Let's let's effing go. Do you know what I mean? So with the so Jesse from the Bleeding Burgundy in the bunker, as he's called, he said <laughs> uh, with the Panthers hiring Canales. Um, and then seemingly being out of competition for for Johnson, being our only competition for Johnson, does it seem like it's a lock? So I mean, yeah, we've talked Actually, to, before, a bit about that. that yeah, so I think it's a lock. It's I think it's five percent done already. I uh, think so too. And I think, and it's isn't it amazing though? Isn't doesn't it feel great that the two top guys out there are available? We go and get them both. It's adults in the room, scouts. No one, no, no one ever shows up for us. You know, with Dan Snyder around, they're like, fuck that, I don't want to be there. Now these guys want to come here. They want to be the real deal. They want to start this up again. You know, they want us to be a superpower like we used to be. You know, so man, I'm, I'm excited, bro. I'm excited. I am too. I am too. And I think this is why, in whatever way round we go, the 
there is a way to do it quicker by by trading back by building the o-line by spending the money in free agency by you know building a squad but it's going to take time to do that it's going it's not going to be an overnight one year fix it's going to be a two three year plan oh, and i don't oh, like the word so rebuild we'll lose half the squad, mate. Hmm? We'll lose half the squad. I know we are. 26 free agents so this year. It's going to be very, very hard. Gonna, yeah. I said the, the, the national, I think the average is like, you know, you lose a third of your squad. Yeah, normally. Yeah. Not That's half. right. No. no. Um, so <laughs> exactly. So on that point then, um, I mean, we'll go to uh, Doug, who's put a question in for us. He's DMAC Skins on uh, on X. He said, who do you think the commander's target in free agency? Now, we talked a little bit about this last week. Uh, we obviously talked about Devon White. We talked about, um, you know, a few others who are out there. I mean, I'm having a quick look here at, at, at spot, spot Rack. And obviously we've got Kirk Cousins, Ryan Tannehill, Lennon Williams is out there. I mean, Daniil Hunter's out there. There's there's a few that aren't really making the noise. But the positions we've got a target Hunter's are... a beast. He's just injury prone. That's the problem with Hunter. Yeah. The, 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 the positions we've got a target are linebacker, absolutely. Offensive line which there is very little of, especially at left side. Um, right tackle, there's a few options, but there's not a huge yeah. amount in there. No, no one's but moving I, the needle for me on the on the offensive line in free agency. Free agency, instead of the draft, free agent, because the draft is very, very hit and miss on defensive ends. I think we have to get a absolute premium defensive end. And if it's me, I'm going all out for... Allen from the uh, from the Jags, but I don't. Yeah, but I don't think he gets there. I think he actually gets franchise tagged. I think I he don't gets think, tagged as well. I don't think he gets there. The other players, there. the other players that really would move the needle for me is people like Patrick Queen. I think he's very good. Um, and the other one is Bryce Huff. I like him from New York. Hey, I, was Jets. Gonna, I was gonna. I was. I was actually gonna. Oh, dude, yeah. Because yeah. he, he's a good pass rusher, man. He's a good pass rusher, and we need some good pass rushers. The guy got ten sacks this year, you know. Yeah, but from a, from a, from a rotational an, beast. No, I mean not bad. But, but from a, he's not even a line. He's not even an end. He's a linebacker. He's playing outside linebacker. Mm. So that was the end that I read, but no, I've not watched him too much. I just know he's he's look. He looks decently. So, so there's uh, a few out there that you can pay a little bit more, let less money on. I mean, the other way you could build the offensive line, I mean, I know he's not very, he's not been very good the last couple of seasons, but do you give someone like Mackay Becton a chance from the Jets? It's a big old unit. I yeah. mean, he's going to, and he's Actually, not going to, he's, he's not going to command a lot of money, but he's a former first round pick for a reason. You don't just, just yeah, lose he was massive. overnight. That's why. Mm, I've I don't got know, maybe, maybe, maybe uh, not, maybe not. So for me, <clears throat> it comes to free agency. I mean, I've got a couple of there's, there's, a, there's a couple of guys that I've kind of done a little bit. Well, some a little bit of research, not too much. There's, there's, it depends who we're looking at. So obviously for me, yeah, I, obviously Patrick Queen's on there. Obviously he was on my list. Mm-hmm. Um, Bryce Huff as well was another one. Yeah. <laughs> um, but then once you've not mentioned, how about Calvin Ridley? Oh, from the Jags. Mm. Yeah. Decent, uh... decent receiver. Um, how about Kyle Duggar as well? Safety from P- Pats, very good. It, it looks like he might, he might keep him, but we don't know yet for sure. So, you know, it'd be great for safety for us. Um, or how about Sneed from Sneed from Kansas City? He's, a, a he's so good, yeah. I mean, he's, he's awesome. So imagine getting some of these dudes in, yeah. Okay, I mean, it's gonna cost money, those two, but bring it on, man. 
I mean, I'm looking at linebacker as a whole here. And I, I mean, Mike Evans, obviously, as well. You're never going to, I don't think you're going to get anywhere near Mike Evans, to be honest, with the money he's going to want. As well, they've got Gary... two guys, you know, who might need, you might be tagged. Or, mm. And you only have one. So you, so you can't have two. So, there's, so you mentioned um, Evans, but also, how about Antoine Winfield? Zadarius Smith. No, but I mean, Anton Winfield is he's out of contract. He is, yeah. I mean, there's, you know, there's a he's, lot. He's such a good receiver, you know. <laughs> Tell you so, you know. There's there's a I lot out here. The same. There's a lot. There's, there is still a lot out here, but it depends on what their market value is. Obviously, going to be. I fully expect us to come out with two pieces who are going to be there or thereabouts. Will be instant starters. I think we're probably going to commit. And again, this is what we talked about before, Scouse, and you talked about ad nauseum and fair play to you for doing that because we've now got cash-rich owners. We've not had that in 10, 15 years. We've always been miserly on signing bonuses. We've never been able to pay the wages that people want. You can absolutely finesse the cap and say, hey, here's 15 million in signing bonus, but we're only going to pay you 2 million this year. But then next year it goes up to 10. And then the year after that, it's 22. And you can finesse the cap that way. You can put voyage years in. You can do all of that shit to, to make sure contracts go out. And that's when you're trying to build a squad. That's really, and that's why you need money up front to be able to do stuff do. like that. Of course you do. And funnily enough, we have a man who can do that at the moment who's bought this team. And we have an ownership group who's <laughs> got money behind them who can do that. I mean, the you know what's funny is the, the actual billions that they're worth, I think it's something like 30 or 8 billion or something between them. It's not as if they're not short of a bob or two, mate. You know what I mean? It's Oh, but don't forget, they're all in assets. Oh, of course they are. They're not. They're not, they're not. No, no. It's not. It's not liquid. Liquid assets. Is <laughs> it? I get that. But you can finesse it and say, "Hey, you know, this is where we're going to be. We'll give you fifteen mil up front. We'll give you this." So you could get a Patrick Queen. You could get a uh, who, who? Yeah, Devon White. I think we've desperately got a target um, linebacker. We've desperately got a target. And I think we also pick a linebacker safety up in, in corner. We're gonna go safety in corner in free agency as well, man. Mm-hmm. We really I do pick, because I think we pick, pick up a spot. line. Well, I don't know. I don't know if he is or he isn't. Well, but for his market, yeah, for his market money, not sure. Cam curls another question mark. We don't know if he's gonna come back. So it's gonna be an interesting off season. I do think they let him test the waters of free agency and see. I where think they I end think up. they should. I think they should see what he can get, and then if if we're happy to pay more than that, then I'll, then great. You know, we keep him. You know, but. Um, we'll have to, again, like everything, just got to wait and see, see how it goes, yeah, man. It's, it's hard. It's really hard and it's tough at the minute. But I do think we see two big signings. For me, the areas and positions that are, these are areas and positions that have been neglected for a few years. Offensive line, can't really do a lot in, in free agency with that. Um, you're going to have to build that through the draft. Tight end, Mike Gesicki is out there. Austin Hooper out there, not very good. But They're not moving the needle for me, mate. They're not moving the needle. <laughs> Is Gasicki better than Logan Thomas? Well, yeah, he's better than him, but he but he's not that very he's not good. So um this is what I mean. But I, I would I would say yes. And then you think where else we've got to go? Probably got to go. I, I think we get Trotter in the draft at Clemson as a linebacker. I think he's really good. Um him and and another linebacker and Jamin Davis. That's your three linebackers if you go in three. I mean, we're going to have to go three probably because that's the different going to be a different defensive system most likely. Um, and then you're looking at 
you're right, cornerback safety. There's a lot of holes on this squad. A lot of holes on this squad. So it's going to yeah, hold man. your hats. Hold your hats. Yam, it's going to be a really interesting uh, free yeah, agency. Yam, Yam Sensei is with us. Go on, Yam. All, all the way from all the way from Japan. Um, he just says, in theory, there isn't a single player we have to keep. The only real hit on cap, if we let them go, would be pain. And to a lesser extent, Terry, the turnover yeah. over the next two years is going to be big. And he went, I wish we could ship off Wiley. hundred <laughs> yeah. percent. hundred percent agree with you. We agree, man. We agree. And he's right. He's right. The only two guys that would hit us on cab would be those two. Everybody else wouldn't really hit us that hard if we if yeah. we just cleared out and get rid of everyone. I mean, yeah, it's 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 difficult. I mean, when the only yeah, the only three big contracts we've got on at the moment is Terry, Allen, and Payne. And it's it's difficult to think, but obviously John Allen, that's a conversation that, that's got to happen between, you know, Adam Peters, the ownership group to say, and the new head coach when he comes in to say, do you actually want to be here? Because there's lots and lots of rumours about Green Bay. There's lots of rumours about other areas of where other people are, are calling about John Allen as well. Look, you know, if someone's willing to give a second rounder up for him. I'll do that in a heartbeat. If it's a third and a fifth, yeah, I'm probably doing that too. I mean, at the end of the day, yeah, you're gonna to have to eat a little bit of cat, but you're not. It's not going to be that bad. It's not, it won't save. be massive for John because he's, he's got no guarantee yeah. left, so it won't, it won't hit as hard at all, really. If if he got if he got traded, so um, agreed. So we're going to the last. I want to get rid of him, no. But I think he just moaned that he wants a contract. That's personally what I think. But we'll get we'll get on to the last bit then, which is the games. I mean, I've had, we've had divisional round games, obviously last week. Ravens 34, Texans 10, uh, 49ers 24, Packers 21, the Lions 31, the Buccaneers 23, and the Bills and the Chiefs 24, 27 to the Chiefs. Wide right Bills again. I mean, which for you, we watched, did you watch all of these games? Did you stay up for them? Did you not? Did you watch highlights? I don't know how you went with that because we were talking through quite a few of the earlier games, weren't we? Like yeah, the Saturday yeah. and the Sunday games. It's hard to, the hard other to, two were very late. To be fair, I think I went better half time on the Bills game, even though I knew that was going to be <laughs> yeah. the best game. I, just, I, I did too. Stay awake, mate. It was like half one uh, yeah. by that time. So. I, I did too. And my wife walked up at five in the morning, nudged me and said, The Chiefs won. I was like, you. What? I'm trying to watch that in the morning. But yeah, you're right up there. Cheers for that. Cheers for that. What did you think? What did you think of the uh, divisional round? I mean, the Ravens just looked unbelievable. Yeah, that Uh, defense is a different level. It really is. I mean, that was the system they did when they won it with Flacco so many 15 years ago, wherever it was. You know, um, they were average on offense. But defense was amazing. It was t- it was top tier. Like he just couldn't get more than like fourteen points yeah. against them, and yeah, that and man. that's and and that and that 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 was the secret to success for them. And it's coming across the similar type of way. Yes, okay, you know Lamar's running it a lot more. I've noticed that. I know he, he mm-hmm. ran it quite a bit in the street in in the main season, but now when it comes to the playoffs, he's really really utilizing his his running because I think that they tried to protect him throughout the season so he didn't get hurt. Wow, See what I mean? Okay. Because he gets hurt every year because he he runs all the time. But now they're utilizing it. They've been they were a lot smarter throughout the season with him. Now that he's fully healthy, and now he's tearing teams up in the, in the playoffs. You know what I mean? So and it's not because of his passing. It's, it's it's again. It's always about his running. You know that that's what's 
that's what's going to keep them going on offense. That's what's going to keep them giving them enough points to win games. That's why I think they're going to get to the final. The Super Bowl, I really do. Oh, I do too. I think, honestly, it's so weird that, I mean, there's this theory out there with if you look at the Super Bowl logos, it tells you who's in the team colours. Mate, it is like 49ers and the 49ers and the Ravens looks pretty solid, to be honest. I mean, I'm looking at it thinking, mm, okay. I mean, going back to the 49ers, they literally just squeaked through against Green Bay. I know that obviously Jordan Love was on hero ball at the very end there, throwing across his body, which is not what you want to see at all for any quarterback to do right across the middle of the field. But he played his arse off, and I was not impressed at all with Brock Purdy. I didn't think anything of him. I thought, eh, you look okay. But he did. they did enough. And that's what the 49ers do. They do enough to get there. I yeah. mean, honestly. And that's what we need to do. Yeah, you win the games doesn't matter how many points you score, how many you concede, as long as you win, as long as you get more points. Um, the Bucks, obviously, <clears throat> and the Lions. I mean, we can talk about that game. The Lions hosting their first divisional game in like forever. Um, you know, I, I think they won their first playoff since 1993, the week before. So now they've got their second, obviously, at home. I mean, the Buccaneers were in this right till the very end. Baker Mayfield thrown an interception with a minute and a bit to go. Um, you know, they were dry, they were trying to drive as well. And the Lions did enough as well. But the Lions, I thought their offense looked very good um in this game. I thought, but they just for whatever reason, the defense couldn't get stops and they left the Buccaneers hanging around. And for me, that when I watched that game now, yeah, when I watched that game, I was like, you know what, Baker's gonna get paid at the end of this year by by the the uh, Buccaneers. That's the Baker Mayfield who you you draft as an an, an overall number one pick. He looked pretty yeah, decent. Look, look what happened now, mate. Look, look, look what happened today. I just as a defensive coordinator. Oh, okay. Oh well, yeah, of course he has. Yeah, of course he has. just gone. Yeah. <clears throat> so is he going to be paid there? They might tag him. That's a lot of money. But they might tag him. Mm. Um, it's not as much as paying him a deal, though, is it? That's the other thing. Is uh, it's not as much. Well, but he's how much, kind of... how much he's doing? Because it's, it's, I, I think suppose. it's thirty-five and thirty-six. Uh, yeah, something like back. that. Yeah. yeah, it's 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 a lot of money to tag this year. Were you impressed with the Lions? Were you impressed with the with the Bucks? I was impressed enough. I was impressed enough. But I mean, again, I wasn't like I wasn't mind blown. Yeah, I just think that Johnson did what he had to do. If that makes sense, you know, he he didn't like. He didn't blow any teams off. He didn't blow any team out of the way. Uh, there was a couple of good plays here and there, but most of it was just kind of oh, a, a good offense going in there, but not like an elite offense. So I think so. from what I'm used to seeing from them in most games, it was probably a little bit lower standard than what I'm used to seeing from them. But it is obviously the playoffs. You take on the better teams, so the better defenses. Yeah, so so you've got to kind of expect some of it, you know what I mean? So evens out. And- and do you think though that it was just maybe nerves as well, possibly? Do you know what I mean? We've not we've not got this far in a long, long time, and you think, mm, you know, no, you definitely. I think nerves definitely played a part at the start. Definitely. I mean, you know, they were both bad, weren't they? At the start, they were. Yeah, they um, were. you know, and then obviously they got into the game a bit, and you know, um, so yeah, I mean, I definitely agree. There's definitely a lot of teams that do that, especially who aren't used to being in the playoffs. And that's why I was really impressed with Jordan Love, really, and CJ. I was too. I was too. Especially in the first, the first, the the, the wild card round, not not this mm-hmm. week, but last week, now, they were really impressive, both of them. You know, they took like a duck to water. Um, so you know that they, you know that they're going to be the real deal. I mean, you can see it. Okay, but they lost, yeah, and you know, CD Stroud got shut down, yeah, yeah, okay. But 
he took on the you no know, elite defense, you know, probably the best defense in the league. So, you know, with a great play caller as well. So it's all yeah, relative mind. But then two are going to be around for a long time. Them two. Oh but yeah, hundred percent. I mean, it's, it's it's just it's just fucking galling, isn't it? The Green Bay have now got their third franchise quarterback, and we still haven't you know found what one. Doing, don't they? Do you know what they're doing with? They do know what they're doing. They do know what they're doing what with the quarterback. I mean, they do the real way of doing it, how, how it's supposed to be done in my mind. That should be how it's supposed to be done. Because sitting sitting for a couple of years, okay, you know, Rogers was like into his fourth year, so he, he sat three. Yeah. You know, Love sat four, I think, or was he three as well? I can't remember. But three no, he was four. four. He was four. See what I mean? So these guys are like experienced yeah. as in like know the system inside out because don't forget in those time periods as well. He didn't get rid of the offensive, uh, the, either, either the, the OC or the head coach in those, in those time frames. So yeah. they were consistent. They knew the system inside out. And then they're ready to come in. Bang, there it is. See what I mean? And then and that's why, and that's really the best way of doing it. But most you like, for example, like us, we, we want to win as soon as we can. Yeah. And so what have you done for me lately? It's what have you done for me lately, league, innit, Scouse? That's yeah, it. Definitely. You know what I mean? mean? I mean, how many times did Green Bay get grilled for uh, taking Jordan Love at the start? Oh, yeah, we didn't take it in for the first man. Blah 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 blah, and it's like, well, yeah, but this, we we know in three or four years this guy's going to be legit. They know they know to, to coach quarterbacks as well to actually be good. So, for them, they, they they were quite pleased. They were quite happy with it. They're not bothered. I mean, it's going to be painful next season for them when they've got to uh, pay him, but. After one good season, one hundred percent, yeah. Um, and then we've got to get on to the final game. I mean, Kansas City again. I'm, I'm sick of seeing Mahomes in the, in the semis. I really, I'm oh, you know, the divisional game. I'm I know what of, you mean. I know what you mean. But it's just, it is, it is frustrating. And I'm, I'm with you. I'm starting to get sick of it. Just going, oh, Mahomes again, Mahomes again, every single year. But is this not something we've just got to sit back and marvel at? Because he is unreal. He is he is the guy. He is the 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 one. He, honestly, the off script stuff, the stuff that he does with that ball and the way that he throws, he's got everything. He is the guy. No matter what, yeah, he's annoying. Yeah, he's you look at him and go, not you again. But it's almost like we're back to New England and we're back to that dynasty of going, oh shit, it's Patrick Tom Brady again. again. It's Tom that. Brady like we had before. Are we in that phase now where the Chiefs are just going to be dominant because I don't actually think they were all that good. I think this was more the fact that the Bills blew this rather than the Chiefs won it. There was, there was a lot of mistakes from the Bills. I mean, even Jan mentions on, on our on our YouTube channel here, he mentions cutting for the Bills fans and to Josh mm-hmm. Allen. Someone put up a compilation video of all the drop balls and fumbles, etc., and like just that team just let Josh down. Period. He was pretty much carrying that team, and he was. What he was carrying that team. Yeah, how, many, I mean, have, how many drops did he have? And, and no, in that match, when you look at the highlights afterwards, you're like, what the hell? You know, if, if, if even if just half those things went his way, he would have won the game. You know, yeah. so, um, and it's like, I just, yeah, man, I, I, I don't hate my homes like I hated Brady. Brady no, no, not at all. Brady was a cheat as well, so that's why I don't, I don't like him either. He was a cheat. Gate. 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 Yeah, 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 he's yeah, all yeah. involved in it. Uh, oh, I lost my phone. Oh, then then it got destroyed. Oh, yeah, yeah, all right, bro. So anyone who does it to cheat, I, I can't. I can't deal with that. I'm morally in the right place. They're not. 
I understand win. I understand kind of win at all costs. And even Jesse would say something like, if you're not cheating, you're not trying. Something stupid like that, he always says. Um, for, for me, <laughs> that, that is something that is ridiculous because you, you should win it. The better man won on the day. Not not the best cheat. You see what I mean? So, um, so I'm, I'm all, I'm, I'm, a, yeah, I'm, I'm, a, you know what I mean? I'm just kind of struggling really to say what I want to say because I'm just like, uh, I've had enough of uh, Holmes. I've had enough. I've had enough of. <laughs> I've had enough well, of them. I honestly think this weekend we won't have to see Mahomes again. Hopefully, after this weekend, um. So we go on to the championships then. So the we've got the conference championships, the AFC conference championships, the Ravens versus the Chiefs. Uh, what are your thoughts on that? Who's who's winning that game? I think Ravens. Mm. Yeah, I think I think Lamar. I think Lamar's going to do it too. I think Lamar's going to do it too. I, th- I'm not... I don't think it'd be Lamar that does it. I think it'll be because th- the that, defense. defense is good, man. It is. Yeah. Um, so for me, it's going to be about the turnover battle for me. Whoever gives the least turnovers is going to win the game. Simple as that. And, and Mahomes is, um, pr- is prone to giving a turnover. Exactly, yeah. Exactly. And they say he's playing away and, and obviously it's going to be... Probably another cold day for him, or whatever it is. He's used mm-hmm. to the cold, so it's not a massive problem for him. But for me, that defense is something different, man. Of Ravens, it really is. And I think he's going to, they're going to confuse Mahomes. If anyone's going to be able to get to Mahomes, like as in in his head, it's it's this Ravens defense. So um, I'm 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 in I'm in on that. I am in I'm yeah. in on Ravens winning, and I think they'll win. I think it'll be a low scoring game. I really do. I think you think Ooh. more. You think Mahomes. You think Lamar. You think these guys. But I think defenses are going to run this game. I think it's going to be something like twenty-one seventeen, something like that. It's going to be a low-scoring game. Mm. But I do think Ravens take. Yeah, I think Ravens win too. I think Ravens win, and I think they they're heading to the Super Bowl. And the other, obviously, the NFC Championship game is the 49ers at home against the Detroit Lions. Is there a way that you see Detroit? making an upset here and getting to the Super Bowl. Oh, why can't they? Why? I'm not saying saying they can't. I'm not saying they can't. That's what I'm saying. The answer for me should be, well, why not? Why not us? Because, you know, the 49ers haven't been special in the playoffs. Not last week. Not after last week, no. Christian Christian McCaffrey doesn't look particularly healthy. Um, He's banged up. He's banged up. But he is is a talent. No Debo Samuel. That's a huge one. That's a huge (laughs) one if he's not playing. He's, I think he's 50 50, isn't he, for this game? But he's but, but I say that's a problem, you know, that's a problem if he's not fit. Um, I mean, when I'm looking at kind of who's going to win, I want I, I, with my head, it's, the Niners are going to win. Yeah, but agreed. With my heart, I want the Lions to win. So do I. Yeah. <laughs> oh, so it's kind of like I'd love to see a. De- I'd love to see a Detroit Ravens Super Bowl. Absolutely, one hundred percent. That's what I want to see. We we know it's not going to be that. It's probably going to be a Kansas City friggin' Forty ers which is just like really okay. But I actually do think the Ravens do beat the the Forty ers It's already pre scripted anyway. I said that before. Look at the look at the colors in the Super Bowl logo. They're, they're purple and red. So come on now. You know what I mean? It's uh, <laughs> it's already there. It's already there. But funnily enough, the ones for next year are burgundy and gold. Hmm. Well, 
They're not, by the way. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's not been announced yet or, or anything like that. So I just made that nice, up. But... Really nice. I thought, well, why not? Why yeah. not? You know what I mean? But... Yam's last uh... message said, I don't well, mind Holmes, but I hate his brother. And I don't oh, 100% think he's an absolute dick. I don't, I don't hate Taylor Swift, but I hate the circus around her. Yeah, agreed as well. I think I, but what Yam's got to remember, and we all know this as well, and I know I'm sure he does. I'm not trying to patronise him at all, but it's a circus because the NFL needs to make that money. So if you can put a superstar like Taylor Swift on on the stage, you can put her in the booth, you can sh- sh- you can go show her cheering, her, blah, blah, show blah. her cheering, yeah. Travis Kelsey, this, that, and the next thing. Look, genuinely, right, this is how ridiculous it is, right? We are in the top, like, 25 podcasts in the UK for NFL. Okay. Genuinely, we are on Spotify. And we get a very we don't get a huge amount of downloads, which is which is pretty cool. But then I look at the figures and I look back and I think, okay, who's gonna be number one? Well, it's clearly the Kelsey Brothers and the New Heights podcast. And I look at them and I go, right, how many downloads have they got in the UK alone? One and a half million last week. <laughs> All right. Worldwide, it's like six and a half mil. And you think it to yourself, my God. Before Taylor Swift was dating Travis Kelsey, they were getting about 800,000 downloads. So it's pretty yeah, much double. So basically doubled up and they were not. Yeah. yeah. Because they want to hear. Yeah, of course, they do. of course they are. And then eventually, when they break up, because they will, because Taylor can't keep down a man. That's her problem. Mm. Um, <laughs> oh, <laughs> wow, we've gone. We've, we've gone Taylor man. Swift on we've the pod. Okay. How many, how many okay. fellas she had and like not be able I, to. Do you know what? I don't care. Let her live her life. I do not give oh, two yeah. shits. Whatever she wants, but the thing is, it's like as soon as she leaves, so will the Swifty fans. So the yeah, but I'm not. Half down again. I'm not interested in this whole narrative of she's ruining the game, bruh. It's a woman cheering on her on her boyfriend. Get on with it. It's life. Actually, she's not ruining the game. I mean, she's not in the but game. That's what, but that's what people. That's what people are saying, aren't they? And this is this is no. the, the. She's this in the game. The, that's a bit different, you know. Yeah. This is this. Well, yeah. True. <laughs> this is the weird world of social media and we're not going to go down that route so we'll keep it to we'll keep it strictly to football keep it yeah, strictly got one to more football. because i don't want the way i don't want the ravens either kind of a wow. i don't want ravens or chiefs <laughs> well it's gotta be one of them you're getting one of them man you're getting one <laughs> so that that hopefully answers commander viscount's uh question because he put in there who do you see winning this weekend's divisional games to get to the super bowl so i hope that's answered your question commander viscount we are pretty much out here we've answered all of our fan questions so thank you if you've submitted a fan question on x so commander viscount shout out to you shout out to simon thurston shout out to jesse 24 bleeding burgundy in a bunker please go and watch the bleeding burgundy podcast with me john occasionally scouse uh, occasionally Keith and Jesse. Uh, the bunker is also on. When do you record? Is it Mondays and Fridays, Scouse? Usually, but obviously we have we've had a bit of a hiatus recently, haven't we? So... Yeah, and we get and we get that. It's the off season. Totally understand. So shout out to Burrows as well, who uh, who is co-host with Jesse again on that one. Um, shout out to D Max Skins, Doug. Thank you for putting in a uh, question, and then Craig Skinner yeah. as well. Thank you for putting a question. in. Genuinely, I mean, I know we've only started doing live streams the last few weeks to see what's going on here. We absolutely appreciate the people who are in the chat, the people who are watching. I had a look before, there was like 20 watching at some point. Um, We genuinely appreciate you being on here. Please like and subscribe to the channel on YouTube if you're watching. Please download the podcast from any of your podcast catcher apps. Um, You're the lifeblood of this show. 
Otherwise, it's just me and you, like two blokes in a pub having a chat. And to be honest with you, I can't wait for a couple of weeks' time because we'll be in a pub together having a chat with Mr. <laughs> Burrows as well. So it'll be good. You know what I mean? It'll be it'll be very very good. We might do a bit of a live stream just for a couple of minutes, just to. Uh, Take some uh, take some chat questions if we uh, while we're on the drink while we're down there I think but no have a great weekend Scouts enjoy these uh, championship games I hope it goes well thanks for being on with me buddy really really Boys, appreciate man. and yeah. Uh, yeah yeah Yam's got one more question before go on Yam let's get let's get it in there mate it goes quick question who do you want at two who do I want at two okay well I want. Well, that's a really tough question. I honestly, <laughs> I honestly don't know. I would say Drake May if it was me. I'd take Drake May at two, not because I don't want it, just because I think you've got a very good quarterback who can be molded, and you get a far, you get that fifth year option. Do I want that? No, I wanted Sam to work out, and I would have took Joe Alt, but we wouldn't be picking it two. So it, that's it, the problem, it, isn't it? It, 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 it is what it one is, at yeah. two, and that's the hard part, isn't it? Because of course for it me, is. I'm going to say Kayla Williams and just hope to God he's there at two. Oh yeah, that's okay. my only. Uh, <laughs> that's my only answer, but really. I, but I don't think he's going to be I there. I want to trade down if I can. If I yeah. can, if he's not there, I want I want to trade down. Okay, interesting. Interesting. As you mentioned before, I want to trade down. Dimension to get Joe Alter to say four or five. That's what I wanted to do. So, well. Thanks, everyone, anyway, and um, we appreciate you being on. We'll be on the same time. This pod, if you're listening, will drop in about half an hour into your feed. But you're already there if you if you if if it's there. You can catch Scouse. He is ScouseAndy20 on X or Twitter. I'm ScottyH84 on Twitter, and the show is One Point Safety 4. If you are a graphic designer or you are a videographer and you know how to work YouTube, please drop us a, a DM. <laughs> yeah. um, it, it might yeah. be worth it. We have That's an intro. He's trying to sort it out, man. It's just funny, man. <laughs> it is ridiculous. So if you if you caught that four or five minute um, live stream before, appreciate you. You're probably going to have a laugh. But there you go. Well, we'll see you all next week. Thanks, everybody. Yep. Bye. Thank you for listening to the One Point Safety Show. You can find us on all major podcast apps, Apple, Spotify, and Google. Please subscribe to the podcast, and if you'd be kind enough, please leave us a five-star review. You can find us both on Twitter, at ScouseAndy20 and at ScottyH84. We hope you can join us again for another episode of the One Point Safety Show. Thanks, everybody.